you know what they're going to do, that you know what they stand for, you know what their ideology is. The problem is the, the right of politics, if you like, which doesn't exist because they've all cuddled up with the left. Uh, and um, the right represents freedom, it's meant to anyway. And it doesn't exist. And because everyone's being so nice, and we, in that way, we, we kind of deserve to die because next year is going to be the horrific, most horrific year in human history. And people don't, aren't prepared to believe it because they're determined to look at the world through the eyes of a decent person. As uh, Sev Solenko says, you're looking at the world through the eyes of a decent person. You can't do that when you've got communist murderers on the other side. You can't do that. You've got to look at it like they look at it. They're evil. Um, everything they do and everything they say backs that up. And uh, if we can't see that, you know, we are all dead. That's how I see it. You know, this, is, this requires a very strong, dare I say it, masculine response. Um, they have to step up. The, the men have to step up at times like this and be men and stop being wussy about it because that's what we're being at the moment and that's why we're going to die and our children are going to die. If we, if we put up wussiness against communist or whatever you call it, globalist, communist, technocracy, whatever, fascist, it doesn't matter about the word, they're evil. Another chance encounter, Dan Tyther. Dan Tyther is runs the Conserve NZ site. You've been in conservative, uh, new conservative party. You've now got to conserve. You well, know, you you do the talking. You, <laughs> you can explain you a lot better than I can, Dan. Well, well, that's a that's a good way to start. Actually, well, it's not quite a good way to start, but I'll have to clar clarify what the difference is, which is yeah. good. So. Um, Yes, I was involved in the New Conservative Party in 2020, but a lot of what New Conservative had at that time has now gone. And two, two examples are Leighton Baker, the leader, Ali Dekulay, the deputy leader, um, and a number of candidates for various reasons, um, along with a whole lot of intellectual capital, which is now missing, um, and a slightly less bad track record, which uh, New Conservative now uh, has, has added to <laughs> in the last two years. <laughs> Um, so they had the Colin Craig stuff uh, in 2014. Yeah. Leighton Baker had started to fix that over a period of about six years. He's here today somewhere. He is. He's yeah. up with Chantel further up. Oh, yes, they're distantly the related, aren't they? That's right. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and anyway, uh, uh, party politics at the moment doesn't really impress me. Um, the, the parties that are in Parliament, ACT, National, New Zealand First, Tea Party, Maori, Labour, um, none of them can be trusted at all. And then you've got these parties outside of Parliament who aren't getting their act together. Um, act together, very yeah. good, very good. <laughs> good plan of words there. Well, they're inside yeah. Parliament, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's been frustrating as well. Like, 20, in my view, 2021 has been wasted by oh, all those minor parties. Oh, Is that the Freedom Rights They might coalition? have to have a commercial break, don't no. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that'll be, the free, that'll be Brian Tamaki. <laughs> yeah, so... his subtle entrance. So in 2021, I, I found myself, like a lot of other people, having to turn to the freedom movement. Uh, even though activism wasn't really my thing uh, two years ago. Um, I've ended up joining this freedom movement and I'm involved, I've been involved in groups like Freedom Alliance, Voices for Freedom, the Freedom and Rights Coalition, even Groundswell to some extent. And uh, what, what I find now is that Robert Malone is right when he was talking to Michael Savage. Uh, where he said the paradigm is shifting politically 
um, away from a sort of traditional left and right paradigm, which in a lot of ways was theatre, political theatre. Yeah. Um, and now towards something like the elites versus the people or the establishment versus the people or the globalists versus the people, if you wanted to be, um, to look at on a larger scale. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where we're at now. So I come to these protests and I'm meeting people of all walks of life. And some of them are people I probably wouldn't have expected to have uh, been on, on the same page as politically, but, but it's changed a lot now. And I meet people from the far right, the far left, well, not not, not the, fa- the far left, yeah, surely. Yeah, yeah. Not, not the not the status left, but the uh, kind of traditional liberal type left. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's, been, left. that's been interesting. Yeah. The centre, look, there's a man with a mask walking in too. Two people with masks <laughs> walking in. That's very unusual today. He you only be. see that downtown Wellington. You don't see that at Parliament. People with masks, it's... it's uh, Most people... It's with quite sh- shake, it shakes you a bit, doesn't it? Realising that there's... There are these people. It must be difficult for them because they don't like being the odd one out, but right here they are the odd one out. What's that saying? The Statue of Liberty poet, um, give me your poor, your... Oh, come on, we know that. Something about the huddled masses. Oh, oh, I'm stumbling on the first word. Anyway, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. Yeah. Yearning to breathe free. There's a lot of huddled morons yearning to breathe free around here not right around here but down the road yeah it's just staggering staggering all because of a snuffle yeah you know omicron emphasis on the micro yeah carry on it's very interesting this is the reason why i i would like you if i was working with anybody as a right hand person it would be you dan because you you, you're across as they say these days so many different things in in one day we were here you decided that i was going to interview brad flutie was that your idea (laughs) i went up to him and uh these were you know we were were adversaries online but yeah we got on and you you filmed it and and then you did that and then we well you thought we would have a, a, a a drive down to petoni to try and force our way into some (laughs) <laughs> pubs and see how we got on we didn't do that well no. then you stopped by and got did some uh purchasing and ran a meeting at night in karori for the um what was it the freedom uh, voices for freedom voices yeah. for freedom you yeah. know no but but, but that, you're a man of many many parts yeah but it was very yes, interesting yes, to have you at that meeting yeah in fact i think next time we run that meeting they'll be disappointed that john ansel wasn't there that would have been oh, a, yeah. we're a mutual <laughs> flattery society <now. laughs> i met some good people there there was a doctor whose name i just forget but she was an eminent yeah, NZ yeah. DSOS caliber doctor. Her name was Anne, Anne something Harvey, or other. I think. Anna, 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 Anna Harvey. Yeah, yeah, she was great. Now, interestingly enough, with Anna Harvey, she was featured in a stuff news article that I'll share with you later on, oh. um, where she was uh, one of I those people it. mentioned um, that had been issuing oh, yes. um, certificates. Now, the media tries to call them exemptions and tries to make out that the doctors are somehow breaking some sort of law, yeah. but actually, doctors have been issuing certificates forever. But not only that. We shouldn't even have legislation where only one person can can decide who gets an exemption, a.k.a. Uh, Ashley Bloomfield. I mean, how crazy is that? Just amazing when you consider yeah. stories like Gemma, help me out here, Gemma, 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 um, terribly, terribly hurt trying to run a household and all that, despite the doctor saying to Gemma, who Liz Gunn interviewed, um, that if she has the next dose, she will likely die. Yeah. Ashley Bloomfield says no exemption. That's right, yeah. What do you make of a person like that? And you know what else he suggested? He suggested that she take a different brand of uh, of so-called vaccine. 
yeah. which is something that's already been recommended against is mixing the brands because yeah. uh, different you know different technologies or different uh, different ingredients I mean what how does that even make sense yeah. Um, yeah. so there you go it's so perverted yeah the, the everything that's going on is so upside down I've got this poem in in train called the, the land of upside down here but I, I can't finish it because I get, I get more and more inspiration more and more stuff keeps coming in to yeah. write about I don't know if I'll ever get it done <laughs> but it's just we are living in this what would be a, a situation comedy yeah. if it wasn't for the fact that five year olds are now dying yeah as you mentioned before um, if it, other than it the deaths and the, and the terrible adverse events yeah. it would be just this it would be this this comic novel yeah yeah exactly yeah but I think it's, it's really cool in Wellington when you have these big protests, the, the, the two that, I think it was either October and December or November and December that um, Freedom Rights Coalition managed to pull together. Yeah. They, they ran a few protests, but these were the two big ones. Yeah. Um, the way you saw these, you walked down Lambton Quay, you saw these civil servants. Um, um, snivel servants, let's give them the Yeah, the snivel truth. servants, that's right. That's, snivel, that's, that's, that's one of your coin terms. I like that one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, snivel servants... Um, living in a bubble and then they see these people from the regions of New Zealand yeah. who have a different perspective and there's a lot more of those people actually um, and uh, it's I think it's a good it's a good wake-up call I, I could see fear in some of their eyes so it's uh, that was good. a phenomenal yeah. experience I recommend it to anyone who hears this yeah which will probably be tonight or tomorrow to get down to Parliament not to be a warrior which we might have to be yeah. but mainly to meet this incredible cross-section of humanity from all over the world that have made, our, made their way into New Zealand, yeah. which used to be a very sort of mono-y, culturally, cultural country. Even in the 70s, Wellington was like the East, East Berlin of the South Pacific. <laughs> there was the, the two upmarket restaurants, and that was that. I couldn't afford to get into them. Yeah. There was the People's Palace, which was the Salvation Army. Uh, and there were various restaurants like that, but there was no cafe culture. No. There was no, um, what's the word, uh, multiculture. I mean, there <laughs> are issues with multiculture, but only know, yeah, certain yeah. ones, yeah. Uh, certain Actually, dangerous I'm, ones. But mainly, yeah. it's just a, a wonderful, happy, yeah. clappy interaction. Yeah. Um, and I heartily recommend, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and in fact, maybe maybe that um, discussion between you and Brad Flutie was yeah. a sort of a microcosm of that. Yeah, we couldn't. Yeah. We just couldn't. Yeah. Uh, we couldn't dislike each other, uh, yeah. like we're supposed to as adversaries on, uh, you know, ad adversary keyboard warrior. Mind you, he's not so much the keyboard warrior. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's the actual. He's warrior. the getting yeah. tasered warrior. <laughs> I haven't been. I can't put that on my CV. Yeah. I can have. I can have visits from the police, but that sort of pales into insignificance next to being tasered twice in the front and twice in the back. Yeah, yeah. Having to have them extracted by the hospital or whatever. But actually, while we're on that subject, what actually triggered? them to finally close in on him I suppose it was just the fact that he was a big guy and he was speaking his mind and yeah. well he was he knew the law you see he he, yeah. he he offended them by knowing the law better than they did probably but yeah. I think it was just this one rogue guy this plain clothes one that snuck up on him from behind yeah the police has the odd scumbag and we saw them yesterday yeah hopefully they're not all like that hopefully yeah but you know, as in as in the doctors and the snivel servants and everyone else, yeah. most just go along and yeah. follow orders because it's easier. They're lazy thinkers, yeah. and they are lazy ethically, yeah. and it's just kind of almost it's kind of the normal standard setting for human beings. Unfortunately, we've all been there, or maybe you haven't, but I, I have been there. No, I agree. Uh, I in think... the cow in cowardly mode, I yeah, 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 found yeah, yeah, my yeah. voice in 
recent years, but it's, it took me a while. Yeah, like I don't a, know about you. A, a, an example I can think of is in jobs where you're telling customers, whether it's in the public sector or the private sector, you're sell, telling people what you've been told to say yeah. to people, and often it's a type of spin or a type yeah, of Yeah, you're just going to go through the motions yeah, for the paycheck. Yeah. That's right, yeah, but and, uh, it, was, it was on more trivial matters, and I think now people are hoping that they can sort of do the same thing, you know, go along to get along, but... Um, I was just thinking, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, so, it's so critical right now. I mean, if you can't stand up to this, I mean, what, what do you really stand for if you can't stand up to this? Yeah. Yeah, well, that, yeah. that's right. We, we yeah. can't not be here. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's because we're unduly heroic or desirous of uh, physical contact, you know, with people with truncheons. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's why I'm here. I... I like you, I think, and like the people here. We just can't not be here at this time. It's it's historic, and yeah, are they ne- and our country needs us. Yeah, uh, and those of us who have found our voices, it took you know, as I say, it took me a long time. Yeah, but once they're found, we've got to use them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because that's what we've got. That's what we bring. Other people build things. Other people do wonderful catering here. Yeah. Um, this, it's it's almost like one of those lovins from the '60s. I wasn't really there. I wasn't old enough. Yeah, I was there, but not 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 of age. But no, that's I what d- you hear about in um, in yeah. the flower power days. It's yeah, that's what kind I, of like that here. That, yeah, I, I never got to have anything like that in the nineteen even naked rocks. Teenager. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I did think about that. Two girls um, yesterday. I mean, that's that terrible. That's what they like, did to her. But like a Woodstock thing. Woodstock. That's yeah. the word. And without without going into. Um, bad analogies I also saw a few bikies here as well so it yeah. reminds me of Altamont but I hope yeah. we don't get the same outcome as Altamont ah yes Altamont yes, <laughs> yes I know what you mean give me a shot but um, yeah. the other I mean a recent protest I saw yeah. I, I couldn't get the shot but um, but there was a mongrel mob patch yeah and next to that were these um, monks Right. Were, <laughs> yeah. What is the trying to bring to mind the, Are they the the Catholic order? But they were they were real old school black hoodies and everything. That's right. Yeah, they're called, they're called the Trans Alpine Redemptorists. Oh, well, <laughs> a breakaway. Uh, and and tie the yeah. people. Uh, this is my general <laughs> knowledge, my freelance general knowledge. So, say that again. The, the, so, the, the, so they called the Trans Alpine Redemptorists, and there was actually an interesting documentary last year, or no, probably more than a year ago now, of a Japanese guy who decided to live in a monastery down in Southland. Uh, created by these, built built by these guys. He'd become a monk, yeah. Um, and he lives a life. Of the Transalpine. That's a New Zealand. It's not sort of Italian or it's the Transalpine, as in the as in the Express. Well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure or whether they use this name over in Scotland, Redemptor- but but they start they start in the Orkney Islands, oh, but God. they ended up in New Zealand somehow. And um, Transalpine Redemptorists. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Here's a man giving us a hug. <laughs> Where are you from? That's almost as good as a woman giving us a hug, but not quite. <laughs> At least in my... Where from? Oh, I'm, 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 I've offended him. He's gone away. Oh, dear. <laughs> I, you've got to be careful, don't you? You do, yeah. I didn't mean to offend him. I, 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 I was just being... Oh, dear. I'm all upset now. Anyway, you carry on. The Transalpine Redemptorists from yeah. Orkney Islands. Yeah, which is an unusual place to come from, I guess. But I've got family from there, actually. But, um, but anyway... Um, it's interesting with the Catholic Church because there's two there's two quite large churches, well, relatively large churches in New Zealand. One's called the Transalpine, the other one's the uh, SSPX or Saint S- Society of Saint Pope Pius the Tenth. Good lord! And they're also a breakaway. But uh, the Catholic, the mainline Catholic Church doesn't recognise them, but they do recognise the Transalpine Redemptorists. Um, are you? Are you? However, uh, 
Catholic? Is that how you know this stuff? Or? I, I'm a lapsed Catholic, but I don't that's like... A big, that's, a big, that's a big subsection of the Catholic Church, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not very strong on faith, but I'm strong. I'm interested in church history and sort of Western civilizational history, which I think the Catholic Church has played a big part in. And your name, yeah. which some people pronounce wrongly, Tither, but yeah. it's Tither, and it's, it's a church thing, isn't it? Tith- well, tithing. <laughs> it's a coincidence, but it does sound like collecting tithes, right? Yeah. Collecting the 10% tax. Or a tithe, yeah. it might be a tither, or a, yeah. but it's tithe, it's probably comes from the verb to tithe. Yeah, yeah. It's 10%, a, it's like income tax, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's apparently a German name that's probably had never been written down by Irish for 300 years, and then finally oh. when they started writing it, they, they oh, there's different variations on the spelling. Yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. the Irish gave the world letter spacings? Before that, right? that Latin yeah. was just a, a whole stream of letters, presumably line breaks. Yeah. But nobody had thought, what if we put spaces between these words? Was People that, might be able to follow it a little more. Was that possibly Carolingian minuscule? Well, I think along those somehow the yeah. yeah the Latin got into Ireland, presumably through the church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Carolingian yeah. minuscule. This is why we keep you around. <laughs> this is turning into a podcast interview of its own right. I mean, yeah. thank you. It's great. Yeah, but there's a whole lot of stuff I don't know. I just bits and pieces. Really? There, but yeah, what yeah, would yeah. they be? Tell us what they are. <laughs> Pretty much everything else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ever been on Mastermind? You should try that. Specialist subject: Carolinian Carolinian minuscule and transalpine redemptorists. Dan Tyther, your time starts now. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm getting congratulated for, my, for the medals that I won in World War Two. Yeah. No, but there's uh, back, actually my father's. Back to the religious thing. I think that in New Zealand, um, on the political right which may or may be less relevant at the moment with what we're dealing with, but um, on the political right, there's far too much um, bickering about Christianity. Um, there's a lot of people who come from different churches and things, and everyone thinks their church is the, is the pure one, the most important one, or yeah. The, close, yeah. The, you know, the closest one to the truth. Near to my God. To the, yeah, and all of that sort of gets in the way with politics, I think. And yeah. even, um, you've got to realise that on the right in New Zealand, um, there's, a, there's, there's hundreds of thousands of people who are secular and they don't buy into all the crap of Labour and Green Party and, and all that. Yeah. They, they actually, they're sensible people, but they're not going to vote for a Christian party. No. So you've got to be careful with your messaging. So that's... Uh, no, I think, I think, that's, I think yeah. that's right. Yeah. That's heartbreaking yeah. for Christians. Yeah. Uh, they really want... You know, the new they conservatives deny safe. that they're a Christian, yeah. but, but of yeah. course they are. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's heartbreaking to think that they can't, they can't get... You know, 5% on their be- uh, from their beloved uh, Jesus and, and the group. But that's just a sad fact. I don't think they've sold themselves. I don't think Christianity has sold itself. They've been too arrogant um, in recent times. And so we've gone from a... Well, actually, New Zealand's gone from a sort of cannibal New Zealand to a Christian New Zealand embraced by Maori. Yeah, that's right. Very much so. Yeah. Uh, now we're sort of veering towards a communist New Zealand and not, not a terribly Christian New Zealand. And I... Yeah. I, I miss the Christian New Zealand if we're going that way, but I think that, you know, there can be a um, there can be a merging. It's really just the values. We, we all people on our side here are all pretty much in agreement about yeah. the values. It's just what it's just the brand that you put on it. It's just the logo you put on it, isn't it? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think this is this is an interesting thing that came up the other day um, where Counterspin were accusing the Freedom and Rights Coalition of... Um, Is that Brian Tamaki again? Shut up, Brian! <laughs> we know you're there. We know you're God, yep. Yeah. Sorry, carry on, Dan. Yeah, old, um, the uh, 
Counterspin was saying that the Freedom and Rights Coalition were um, laying the Christianity on too thickly with their speeches the other day, but it's actually not technically true because I've heard the Freedom and Rights Coalition speaking before. They actually deliberately take a secular approach yeah. Unless they're talking about something like God-given rights, but that's a sort yeah. of a political I idea. I know there's, a, there's quite a view um, that they're controlled opposition. You know, Kelvin Alp was here, sitting right here, yeah. lounging beside this gate yesterday on his on his break. And, yeah, uh, yeah I, I think I think it was him that was saying that he's none too impressed with the way that freedom and rights just take over these things. I'm not it's their way or the highway sort of thing. It's he may be, not be of the same view. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not of the same view, which is probably good. It's probably he- good to hear both views on on liberty and Z. Um, the way I see it is in Wellington, the Freedoms and Rights Coalition are very well organised and very well resourced. So with a lot of the events that we've run, which have involved multiple groups, whether it's Resistance Kiwi or um, you know Freedom Alliance or Voices for Freedom or, or just the average person um, that's on the same side, um, they've... they've They've managed to get big numbers of people, and they've allowed people to use their equipment and things. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, there might be some uh, issues around how they use the equipment. They also use the big black. black, I remember once they uh, they marched down at Lambton Key, eight thousand guys in black shirts. Now I didn't think that was a good look. I thought that was frightening. Sure. Yeah. Who were these people? Yeah. yeah. And then the second to last protest that I went on. Yeah. Bikies in black uh, doing burnouts on Lampton Key, Bowen Street. Now, I don't think that was the best way to make their case to the other side. So you know, know. there are different shades. Yeah, Yeah, I I sort of. They think aggression. I'd be like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, everyone has their 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 strengths. We all have strengths, and I think maybe the measure of a human being or an organisation. Hello, David. Is. is our strengths minus our weaknesses? That's probably the that's probably the yeah. equation, isn't it? Yeah, that's a good way to get looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, David. Yeah. How are you? Good, good. This is David Muir. If Ross Muir happens to be listening, this is his nephew. He's doing a podcast. Yeah. You want to be in it? Or just hello, Andrew. How are you? See, this is a very friend. This is a sort of friendathon, isn't it? Around we're meeting people from sometimes people we haven't. We've only met on Facebook, and we're realising the first time they go all the way to the ground and and have a back and. It's. Um, I was thinking, David, that it's like it's a bit like those, those sort of lovins in the '60s without the sex. But um, it's 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 kind of it's kind of like that. There's so many side benefits from turning up to a, a demo where you're thinking in the morning that you're going to get clubbed by a by a sort of red squad with the with batons, and they don't turn up. Maybe they're scared of us. Thank you. It's a lady handing out. Uh, that's probably that thing that. That's that thing you printed out. How are you, David? We can bring that out. How's Linda? Good. Yeah, she's on, on the right side. I think she is on the right side. You know, of the uh, of this equation, possibly. Your uncle is phenomenal. This is. I know this. This man I'm talking to now. He's so reluctant. He ha- he is a genius in many ways. I think he's been in. Di- Diplomacy and all sorts of things, which he's probably not going to tell me about. But his uncle, aged 90, mumble, 93, tells me all about him, and I had no idea because I knew David before, so I didn't know he'd done all that. So this is a caliber, and 93-year-old Ross, who I'd like to get on this podcast, he's too busy because he's been pulled onto another committee. You can ring him any time until midnight. This 93-year-old. Cause, and he'll be up again at five because he's just got too much. So he can't be bothered. He hasn't got time to die, for example. That's that's. It just has to. It's not on the. So it's, it's wonderful people, aren't we? These. Uh, 
these people you meet on this on this particular side of um, I don't know if we are on sides of politics anymore. I think it's human beings against politicians and snivel servants. Hello, Andrew. We're on a podcast. You don't you mind? But you want to have a little? Just you know, we're just chatting away. Oh yeah, I'm not really sure. Liberty NZ. No, you don't have to talk. See you, see you, David. Bizarre, isn't it? These people cruising by. Andrew's a young man who I've met many times at conser- new conservative things in general. General, I don't know what we call ourselves now. Yeah. I think the first time I met you was when I. Um, We're the good guys. Uh, Dr. Brash onto, onto campus. Oh, yes, Don, that's right. Don was speaking, we had to be in separate rooms, about four people per room or something. <laughs> that was right, crazy, so, yeah. So, Andrew was organised. You were organised. You so, you're a young. What were you, a young new conservative or? Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, and you're an organiser. You're, you're destined for great things. What do you think? What's the thing? What's the great thing you want to do most? Just basically disconnect our country from the globalist institutions like the United yeah. Nations and all that other stuff. No, with a legal, are you a, a lawyer? Are you no. Training to be a lawyer? No. I was only training to do um, political politics, basically. Politics. So, yeah. well, you might be, you might see a bit more of this building. Hopefully, ethically cleansed of its current inhabitants. <laughs> I think it's great when when uh, young people get it because uh, fossils like me, we. Kind of, we've kind of written off the young. We think, well, they've been uh, they've been brainwashed and they're gone, and you know, and there's no more we can do. But it's not true today. When I was 21 or 22, I wasn't really all that interested in politics as well. No. It took me until my me late neither. 20s. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I'd done yeah. I'd done an entire campaign for Labour, possibly three before I was actually interested in the politics. All oh, right, yeah. I was just doing the advertising. Yeah, but uh, I'm a bit more interested in it now. Would it's just how we run things, isn't it? It's not, it's, politics is not an evil thing. It's just how we run things. It's just that the people who currently do it are evil. Yeah. They don't have to be. No. Um, would you be keen for me to read out this open letter? Should we do that? Or well, that we could. I, I, might do it. I might just close this file so I can see it and, okay. and open another one. Okay. okay. 